0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby Podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. I am your host, Teresa Reese, and... I am going to read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. (laughs) I so appreciate my audience. And so here we go. And the name of the poem is called it's never too late here we go dropped as a child into a lonely state my hopes dreams and ambitions were temporarily erased dropped as an adult into the arms of a cruel man who told me lies stole my joy and left my heart broken. Dropped into society, always poor mentally, no one taking the time out to see the potential in me. I must have cried a thousand times, looking, praying, hoping, and waiting for a chance. To rise at life. Living day by day. All hope still gone. All faith was lost. But I pressed on. Then Jesus came and paved the way. He took the time to open up my eyes. When he told me. It's never too late. So I hope that y'all have the most amazing evening, morning, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode. (gasps) Well, I really meant this one. No, I really meant this one. (laughs) So I did that on purpose. And the reason why is because what i wanted to do is talk about the power of just doing it a lot of times what we do and i'm speaking from my own experience i hope you don't mind because on this podcast we are raw which is real and wise and although i may not always make the wisest decisions what i am learning Is that there is power in failing. And you'll never know unless you try. But a lot of times what we have a tendency to do. If we are honest with ourselves. We will operate in fear. And fear which is false evidence appearing real. Will prevent us from just doing it. Fear will prevent us from even trying. And the reason why I feel like it's important to just fail sometimes is because at least you're able to see if you have the capacity to even do the very thing that you were afraid to try. So I'm about to give you a real time example. So. Recently, I, okay, excuse me, for those of you that are involved in social media, y'all know that the way the algorithms are working or the way the algorithms are, if you are someone who is not constantly online, if you are someone that doesn't constantly do certain materials, then you literally are not going to be seen. And so a lot of times, excuse me, if I'm just being honest, that's one of the reasons why I don't even try. But yesterday I found myself doing something that I would not probably have ever thought about doing other than just it being in my imagination. What I thought about doing was stepping outside of my own comfort zone. And just trying it. What am I talking about? I'm about to tell you. So. I do a little bit of content. Right? Just a little bit. What I tend to do on TikTok. And I'll share it on my other platforms. Is I will speak to the audience. And I will give some level of encouragement. But one thing that I may or may not have ever shared on my episodes is that I have had a hidden desire for a very, very, very long time that I never took a moment to really nurture. But I find it manifesting in the weirdest of ways And so what I ended up doing on yesterday, my 22-year-old popped in my mind because he had recently went to an event. Um, It was like a conference that stemmed around content creation, gaming, and the like. And he had so many rave reviews about his experience. He has now also tapped into podcasting. I do audio. He does visual and audio. So congratulations to him, by the way. His podcast is called Your Story by Rodney Salter. So if y'all ever want to listen to that, that's my son. So what ended up happening was I literally was like, hmm. Listen, as I watched this episode and then I thought about it and I watched this episode, I think a couple of days ago, but when I really kind of just took time out, (coughs) excuse me, y'all know how I do. Got a cough a couple of times. It wouldn't be right if I didn't, right? Ah, Just playing. Just playing. Okay. So what ended up happening was I thought about him, (coughs) excuse me, Lord, as my witness. A couple of minutes later, he calls me. And I'm like, I literally just thought about you. So he asked me what I thought about. I told him. And I started asking questions. And one of the reasons why I started asking asking questions is because deep down inside, he is doing what some of the things that I aspire to do. Now, what I didn't share with him Is that I really, truly would love an opportunity to act. Okay, some of y'all are just not hearing that. Let it soak in for a minute. Take a moment. Process what I just said. Yes, acting is on my vision list. So, I started asking him questions because I was like, I hear so much about content creating and I see the level of silliness that takes place. When it comes to the content in a lot of ways. Excuse me. And so I was like, that's something that I want to do, but I feel like it's super hard. And he was like, it's not, mom. It's it's really not. (laughs) So we talked about it. He gave me some examples of how it could be as simple or as complex as you want it to be. And then I kind of told him about an idea that I had shared with my uncle. And the idea that I shared with my uncle was because, for those of you that don't know, I have had a customer service background of well over 30 years. And so, with that being said, there's a lot that I have ran across over the course of that time frame. Now, I'm not in customer service per se, but what I do now, it has a part of that as an element of what I do. So because I know that and because there's been so many scenarios that have taken place, what I had shared with my uncle, he was like, "You should really do you should really do something with that information." And in my mind, because you, you, if you allow people, <laughs> the naysayers, the negativity of others, the insecurities of others, to play in your head, you will never do anything. And I got so used to hearing and reading negativity from other people. Whenever someone else was just trying to do it and trying to get out of their comfort zone and trying to see if they could even try or or even the fact that they did try to see if they had the capacity to continue. There was so much negativity connected to it that I believe I did pretty much. I talked myself out of even trying. And so after talking to my child, you know. Parents, your children can still teach you a few things if you allow them to. I've been toying back and forth about what it is I am supposed to be doing with my life because you got your desires on one end. You know, bills never stop having to be paid. And then you have your dreams on the other end. And then you have where they collide. And then you have your major responsibilities. And so there comes a point in a time, at least for me, the older that I'm getting, where I'm starting to realize that I've poured into everyone else's vision, but my own. I have been passionate about everybody else's vision, except for my own. And I heard a wise person once tell me that if I took the energy... That I take to build up everybody else's vision. And I apply that same amount of energy. To my own vision. There is no telling where I would be. And for some reason. The older that I'm getting. I'm starting to hear those words. In a different light. And it makes a lot of sense. And so. Even though I didn't dedicate eight hours to this little skit that I did online, I still stepped outside of my comfort zone. And this is, okay, everybody might not laugh, but there is, I feel like there is something to learn from this, which is the reason why I'm being completely transparent right now, okay? Okay. Y'all know how when they do, I asked my son, I said, okay, so what I call it? What do I call this? What, what do I call this little skit? He never responded, ever. He did not respond, y'all, because he probably was passed out because he works very hard. So I'm not blaming him, okay? I just, just an observation, okay? So he was asleep, most likely, or preoccupied, either or. And so what ended up happening was I had to make a quick judgment call. So, I was like, what do I call this? Now, I'm about to tell y'all what the skit was. And it might sound funnier as I'm explaining the skit. But I did my best. And I only only did one take. So, I I didn't keep on practicing. I told him what I wanted to do. After I told him what I wanted to do, he gave me a little tidbits. Now, I am not a technical person as much as I would like to be I have never gone to school <clears throat> excuse me for any type of anything really when it comes to the technicalities or I might not even be saying it right but technicalities of how it is that you put a video with content together I've not went to school for that okay not even taken a class so he literally gave me a crash course that lasted about maybe 10 minutes 15 max I took that feedback and he said I want you to record yourself and then I want you to send me the recording and I'll edit it so I got excited because I'm like "Ooh!" because he's the technical guru he went to school for mechanical engineering oh my god if he gets behind me oh lord it's about to go viral that's how my thought was process was going right <clears throat> excuse me I don't have one of those things that says won't, won't, won't. So I'll just say it for you. So anyway, won't, won't, won't. What ends up happening is I do the recording. I send it to him. He edits it, but when he edits it, he cuts it. It looks great. He does the captions. He does everything. So this was the setup. So what happened in, in this skit, I am working in a department, we're going to call it the HR department. I received a phone call from the CEO of a company. I didn't name a company because he just, you know, put me on the spot. Didn't know, you know, so no company is named. But the name of the actual individual that I put, his name was Mr. TD Beatmaker, right? So this is be the CEO of a company. I don't know a beatmaker, okay, y'all? I don't know a Mr. Beatmaker. I don't know a Mr. T.D. Beatmaker. If there's somebody with those initials, name, or whatever, that is that is just simply coincidental because I don't know anybody named that, okay? I just made it up in my head. So anyway, he's supposed to be the CEO of this company. He calls me. But when he calls me, he says that he needs assistance. I tell him, okay. And then he says his last paycheck was for $30,000. But this current paycheck. Was for $29,999.99. And he wants to know. Where the rest of his money is. So my response is. Okay. Let me make sure that I understand. You are. The CEO. Of this company and you are calling because your paycheck was one penny less than your last paycheck and he says that's right I need all of my money don't you and then says are you still there and that's I look at the camera that's that so you can't hear his voice. You can only hear my voice. Now, mind you, I literally did this with no one in the earphones, no one talking to me, no voice. I just literally, I'm acting, right? And take one action. Okay. So do this. I send it to him. My son does captions. He tells me to, you know, revise it however I want. But anyway, he does the captions. He sends the clip. I liked the clip, even though it was blurry. I still liked it. He sends me a message and says, no, I call him, I tell him, I thank you. Thank him. He says, mom, I'm about to send you tutorials on how to do your own captions and do your own edits. Y'all, tell me why I had a a full-blown panic attack. And I do mean full-blown. Because I had never done anything to that level. It is basic. It's a basic level, okay? I'm talking about elementary level, introductory level. And I had a full-blown panic attack. To the point that I almost talked myself out of it altogether because I I do that whenever I have anxiety. So my sweetheart was like, Uh, I have sat here and watched you put a whole lot of things together just off top. No training, (laughs) no pep talk, no nothing. I've literally watched you have a thought. And then next thing I know, I'm seeing the full manifestation of the thought. If you could do those things, you could do this thing. And literally, he started regurgitating back to me the things that I have said to him in times past. Because I was just that nervous about it. And I had to listen to that for a moment. And I was like, you know what? I'm trying to talk myself out of this before I even give it a shot. And one thing that my son had told me was, okay, you know, you're going to look back and be like, oh, that was so bad. That was so bad. (laughs) Maybe. But the more you practice, the better you become. And I was like, okay. And it sounded good when he said it, right? But the moment that he said, I'm going to send you tutorials on how to do it. I froze. All of a sudden, I didn't, wa- didn't want to do it anymore <laughs> because it required more work than I initially was willing to put in. See, it was okay for me to record myself and pretend like I was at a computer and to pretend like I was taking a call. That part is easy because I've done that for over 30 years. I could pretend like I'm having a conversation. That part of acting is good. I'm good. In my own opinion. In that regard. But when it came to actually taking the time out to take it a step further. And do it on my own. And edit it on my own. And and critique my... That right there. Gave me a level of anxiety that I to this point cannot describe. So. Where am I going with this? I'm so glad you asked. When I... Set out to write my book of poetry. The first one. Well, really, the only published one thus far. Lord willing, that will change in due season. When I set out to write my book of poetry, I did not know how to write a book. I conveyed to someone who had already written a book before that I had a desire to be an, a published author someday. Looking back, she took me down the valley, up the mountain, around the hill, around the court, inside the mall, outside the mall, down the hill, up the street, around the, all over the place. And then wanted credit for recommending the publisher that she recommended so that she could get some type of reward for recommending me. But she didn't really show me how to become an author. What happened was I prayed about it. Then I told a couple of more people because I, the way she, this girl was taking me, this woman was taking me, I was like, oh, surely there's got to be an easier way to do this thing called writing and publishing a book. So then I prayed about it. I told a few more people, my my siblings, my parents, my aunts, my uncles. I started expanding the people that I shared my vision with. And then I'll never forget my uncle shout out to my uncle any my uncle right before i was about to have brain surgery he said he called me he said okay i mean it's obvious your mind is made up so here's what we are gonna do i need you to pick any place in the world that you want to go all expense paid trip i'm gonna take you there for one week. Y'all looking back, I don't even know why I was so simple minded. <laughs> I could have went to Dubai. I could have went to Africa. I could have went to England. I could have went to Greece. I could, but I said, I mean, no shade, no shade. I promise no shade. Cause in that moment that was on my to-do list. That was on my dream list. But I said, uncle Annie, I want to go to New York. Of all the places in the the entire world that I could have picked, Teresa Reese said New York. It's okay. It's okay. You know, that's where my mom was at at that time. So I told him when my surgery dates were because I had options. So I told him when and before the date took place, he was like, okay, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to go here during this time for one week. So the whole time that... He took me to New York. He kept his word, paid for the flight, paid for the ticket, paid for just about everything. All I had to do was have spending that money, and I ended up using that for souvenirs. Now, let me tell you a word of wisdom that my uncle told me that now I try hard to implement. He said, the money that you're spending on these souvenirs, these people will never know the experience that you had. Because they could never relive your experience. So giving them souvenirs is not really helping you. The money that you're spending on your souvenirs is actually taking away from your now experience. Because that could be one more amusement park you go to. That could be one more boat ride you go on. That could be one more train visit. You know, so he was. Explaining to me that although it's nice to purchase souvenirs for people, what's even better is to enjoy the moment when you're in the moment and tell them or take photos about the experience. Because they're never going to know what that feels like unless they're literally in that experience themselves. So, since then, I've tried to implement that. But anyhow... Excuse me. So what ended up happening was we were he introduced me to one of his longtime buddies because my my uncle is ex military, so he introduced me to one of his longtime buddies. Took me I had never tasted bean pie. We I, we went all over the place. I went to Washington D.C. I got to be on the the where the White House. I, I did a lot. Okay, I'll just put it like that. I did a lot. We we'll talk about that another day. So anyway, on the ride to go to I believe it was Philadelphia, he we talked about the book because he was asking me about like some of the things that I had aspired to do, what some of my goals were. And I told him, and y'all, I don't know where I got this from. You can call me foolish. You can call me silly. You can call me whatever you want. Okay. But this was my reality. And this was my truth at that time. I said, I want to be a published author. But I believe that I need a doctor's or PhD, doctorate degree, PhD or something behind my name so that people will take me seriously. Y'all, where did I get that from? And he actually asked me that question. I was like, well, when I see certain people, right, I always see like they'll have PhD this or they'll. So I'm in my mind. Excuse me. I had set that limitation for myself subconsciously. Didn't even realize that I had done that. And my uncle looked, he literally was in the front seat. He turned all the way around and looked at me in the back seat and said, Teresa, you do not have to have a degree to become a published author. That man freed me on that day. He freed me. E-E-D, on that day. So when I left the trip, came back from the trip, I had a new found reality. And I literally was able to move forward in my dreaming process. Because that boundary was instantaneously removed from my mindset. That I had to have a doctorate or a PhD degree for me to be a published author. I removed that, that particular limitation. And it allowed me to flow through and in my creativity. <clears throat> Excuse me. Then I started implementing... And asking my relatives to be my editors. Now, mind you, I'd already paid for an editor through the publishing company. But I also asked them to look over some of my poetry. Over a period of time, the very thing that almost did not come into fruition came into fruition because I put down the lie. I set it down. It was no longer a part of my story. And that allowed me to move forward. So I'm going to read to you the back of the book. Now, this is something that I literally, when I look back, I'm just like, wow, Lord, I went from Being limited to becoming limitless only because of who I consulted with and confided in concerning my dream. Now that could go twofold because just like there could be people that speak life into you when it comes to you telling your truth and speaking your dreams... There are also people that will speak or try to speak death into you as well or over you concerning your dreams and your hopes and your aspirations and all that is you. You got to be mindful. You can't share your vision with everybody because everybody cannot handle your truth. Everybody cannot handle who it is you aspire to become one day. (coughs) Excuse me. Coughing today more than I normally do. That's kind of weird, but it's okay. I'm starting to feel like any time that I do a whole lot of coughing it's because I got a whole lot of messaging to, to talk about. But anyway, so this right here is what it says on the back of my book. It says, if you are someone who has experienced a broken heart, a failed relationship, lost a close family member or lost a dear friend then you are invited to expand your mind and open up your heart as you travel across the pages of this book and discover that you are not alone. Get prepared to take an unpredictable journey with the author as she writes about some of her most vulnerable moments through her poetry. Her book, Talking About Me, A strong-willed mind awaits you about the author. In this inspiring book of poetry, Teresa Reese has dared to venture into the endless possibilities of destiny by becoming transparent and writing about some of her biggest challenges throughout the journey of her life thus far. Through her expression of poetry, she offers you an opportunity to travel with her From the the tablets of her heart into the essence of her mind. Please allow her the chance to touch the broken places of your soul in an untraditional, in a non traditional way and minister to your spirit. And minister to your spirit. When you gain insight to some of her struggles and the different levels of adversity she has faced, You will be inspired by how she overcame those obstacles while keeping her faith. It's never too late, y'all. That was just a side note. In fact, you may see your mother, sister, cousin, aunt, friend, or even yourself. But what you will also see is that just like she discovered her inner strength while facing many challenges... You, too, can obtain the same strength, courage, and power to overcome your own challenges. <clears throat> Excuse me. Whether it is developed through... <clears throat> Excuse me, y'all. So sorry to keep clearing my throat in your ear. Whether it is developed through an intimate relationship with God and prayer, support of friends and family or self-confidence. Everyone has the power to overcome their struggles and boldly face their adversities while willing themselves to do and have more. A native of Austin, Texas, raised by Robert and Betty, she is the oldest of four children She has six beautiful children of her own and currently resides in Dallas, Texas. Not anymore. I'm back in Austin, Texas. Texas is, oh, sorry. Teresa is a two-time brain surgery survivor. She has a passion for people. She loves to encourage, uplift, inspire, motivate, and empower others. She strives to live an honest and loving life, hoping that whomever crosses her path through this book will be encouraged, enlightened, and empowered. Her sincere desire is that others will follow their dreams, fulfill their purpose in life, believe in God, and never give up on themselves, no matter what level of adversity they may face. I was able to set aside my fears and to face them head on And to be as transparent as I possibly could to tell my story and leave a blueprint to my children against all odds. Teresa, why are you telling us this? We've probably heard this about a thousand times and you might hear it a thousand and one. (laughs) And the reason being is because this is my testimony and people are overcome by the power of their testimony So I share that because as I was going through this ordeal on yesterday. Having an internal tug of war with myself. Wanting and saying out loud that I want to act someday. I want to be an actress someday. I want to meet Tyler Perry someday. Live and Live in Color. I want to be able to share my thoughts and perspectives. And it may not be a Tyler Perry. It may be a Tyler Perry. I don't know. I don't know how God is going to orchestrate that. But you'll never know if you don't try. So what I did on yesterday. I took my son's advice. I didn't look at all of his tutorials. I listened to the words of my sweetheart and said, okay. And I got my mind right. I shut out the noise, and I just did it. my first recording, my first true editing opportunity, and I did it. now, the reason why I started laughing is because I put hashtag viral video because I see a lot of people put viral video, right and then next thing you know, they get millions of hits and all of that. so I was like, okay, so I, I, I sent a message to my son, and I was like, what should I name it? What should I name it, son? I sent him two messages. And all I heard was. All I heard was crickets. So I was like, "Okay, you got to think fast. Think fast. So what I named it was. Every penny counts. And I put hashtag. What did I put as the hashtag? Count your coins. Then I put hashtag viral video and then I put hashtag I am Teresa Reese. (laughs) So let me tell you all what happened. Within maybe five minutes, I got one hundred and six views. When I clicked on the likes, it was only four likes and one favorite. I could have stopped there, y'all. I could have deleted the video because my thought process was oh, if you put hashtag viral video, it's going to go viral. Ah! <laughs> oh, I still have some naivety within me. Trust and believe that. But it's okay. Because later on, as me and my sweetheart were watching the movie, I checked again and it said eight likes out of 216 views. And guess what I did? I said, you know what? Eight is the number of new beginnings. And I'm going to sit right here and I'm going to rejoice because for some people, eight likes is a viral video. I need y'all to catch that. For some people, eight likes is viral. It depends on the audience. Then I had someone, when I woke up this morning, I had someone say, I love this beautiful. And I said, I'm stepping, I told her, thank you. And I said, I'm stepping outside of my comfort zone. My son told me on yesterday It's going to take practice, mom, but you got to do, you got to do something. See, a lot of times we want that instant gratification conclusion. We want everything to happen right now. And when it doesn't, we give up on ourselves because it didn't happen the way we wanted it to happen, how we wanted it to happen. But the reality of it is I was looking at my videos and I'm talking about other because I I didn't realize and I, it probably goes further than that. But what popped up, because, you know, cert- certain social media platforms will archive your stuff. So, you know, and so, some of them, they will bring back some of your material. So one of my videos popped up on my feed on yesterday. And when I looked at the video. I was like. I have been doing this. I looked at the year. The year said 2016. Excuse me. I was like, I have been doing videos for a very, very long time. Not one of them has gone viral. Let's just put that out there. (laughs) But I didn't start off wanting a viral video. I've always wanted to share words of wisdom. I've always wanted to encourage others. It wasn't until society got a hold of me and I started seeing people eating ice cream, becoming multimillionaires or people just doing some some weird stuff. In my in in my own perspective, from my own perspective, in my own opinion and becoming multimillionaires. And I was like, okay, I missed the memo. (laughs) I missed the memo as much as I would love for money to no longer be a factor for me as much as I would love to fulfill my honest given talents and goals and dreams and all of those things. One thing that I keep noticing is that it's so it may seem simple. It may seem simple. But when you talk to the Les Browns of the world, when you talk to the Tyler Perrys of the world, when you talk to the Oprah Winfrey's of the world, when you talk to the, even the Elon Musk of the world, when you talk to all of these people of the world, they did not get where they're at overnight. It may seem like that when you talk to the Tabitha Browns of the world, when you talk to the... Kelly Aguazes of the world, a.k.a. Kelly Lane way back in the day, when you talk to these people, part of their testimony is that they've been doing this for years. So 2016 is as far back so far that I've seen, but I believe it went back way further than that. But what I also notice is a lot of them say consistency is key. But let me tell you something about consistency because I've learned this firsthand. You may have a different testimony and that is okay with me. It is really, really okay to agree to disagree. I've come to that conclusion. But one of the things that I have found out about consistency is that in order for you to remain consistent, it requires that you do not give up on yourself no matter what. What? In order for you to show up for yourself every day, you have to make up in your mind that no matter what, you will never give up on you. That's a part of consistency. That's a part of consistency that people share in terms of when they're telling you the pathway that they took, how long it took them to get there. If you read between the lines, you will notice that they just did not give up on themselves and they kept pressing forward, even though they faced failure. So, eight likes, 216 views. That would be enough to stumble someone for them to never, ever press record again. But I'm not built like that. (laughs) And you don't have to be either. Just keep doing it like the Nike shoe says. Just do it. I'm saying just keep doing it. Until you get it right. Allow that to be a part of your blooper journey. Okay, honey, let me tell you when I when I first got started, let me show y'all some of this. That's one of the things I see her say. He said, "Okay, you got it in one one recording, that's good." But one of the one of the things that you can also do if you make a couple of mistakes as you grow, as you elevate, you could be like, "This is what it looked like when I was making those mistakes. These are my bloopers." One thing that my brother did that I think is so adorable, but at the same time it's an honor for me. When I was creating my novel, Perfect Illusions of Love, the Perfect Illusions of Love, a novel. When I was literally creating that novel and my brother, my sister, my, my brothers, my sister, my parents um, were helping me edit and all of that. When I finally got to the point that I was like, OK, I'm going to go ahead and just print this. My brother took the original, excuse me, the original, and said, I said, why are you keeping the original? He said, Teresa, when you elevate and when you blow up, because one day you will not blow up like in the, you know, in the natural sense, just, you know, all of a sudden I'll go from this little bitty Austinite girl to, you know, hey, name is in lights. That's what he's talking about. Okay. Let's, you know, just try to put it in context. (laughs) He was like, I'll be able to say I got her original. He said cuz it's going to be worth some money. My brother told me that. My brother told me that. Apparently he sees something in his big sister. And he saw enough to say that. So you got to keep going. Even when it's hard, even when you it's an I, I did a I did a recording when I used to I need to get back to that, but anyway, one of the businesses that I um that I was over, one of my businesses, I recorded myself talking about the audience of none. I've heard people talk about the audience of one, I get it, but what was given to me was the audience of none, so that's what I went with. And one of the things that I was trying to tell my direct reports was that you got to master the audience of none. Again, for some people, they're going to say the audience of one, but you got to master that. And the reason why I say the audience of none is because it was given to me like, like that. Literally mastering speaking to no one. So that that way, when people start to appear, you're not easily intimidated. I don't know if you've ever listened to any of my episodes, but there has there has been a time in my life where I literally heard the voice of God tell me that I am preparing your audience for you. I never knew that his preparing my audience for me consisted of more than just me writing my book of poetry. I never once saw. An international podcast as a part of the equation when God was telling me that He was preparing preparing an audience for me, I never, ever, 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 ever saw that. but God, it's never too late for you to set aside every weight that is preventing you from fulfilling, pursuing and becoming. We are who holds us up ourselves. We are the naysayers sometimes, and our story because we don't take time out to silence the noise. So, whether the video that I did, countercoins, hashtag countercoins, does anything other than the eight views. In my mind, it's already viral because I did it anyway, despite what about it is liked, despite what about it is not liked, despite who watches it and likes it, despite who watches it and does not. I stepped outside of my comfort zone and did something, one more step toward what I aspire to do someday. And I did it un actually I did it afraid. Choopy be toe. Because I didn't know. When my son said, okay, do do this, just do it. And I was like, what? Just record yourself, Mom. Don't, don't think, don't make it more complicated than it has to be. Keep it simple, is what he said don't do nothing but just record it let me edit it and then when he turned around and said okay the way that i edited it if we do it my way and put it on my he said it's on my my particular page so if you want it on your page to give you your own hashtag you're gonna have to edit it yourself that was scary to me but i did it afraid i did it afraid Now, it's above me. It's above me now. And it's okay. I'm okay with it being above me now. Because I did the very thing that I aspired to do. I did it afraid. And whatever happens from then, from here, from then to whenever. Because that's the other thing I found out. When people say hashtag viral, it could take years for viral to become viral. But what are you going to do in the now moment? I'm celebrating, and I literally woke up just to share this with you all. I'm celebrating the fact that I faced my fear. That's what I'm really celebrating. I'm celebrating the fact that I had never done an edit in that regard, and I did it afraid. I am celebrating the fact that I really do want to get into acting, but I've never taken an acting class. So for me to only do that one time, record it, My son said the pauses and everything was great. And he was able to work with the content that I provided him. Because the other thing I'm starting to recognize. Where it is that I desire to go. Who it is that I desire to be. I can no longer do that by myself. I need a team. I need a trustworthy team. And I trust my kids. I trust my kids. So. This was an experience that I believe I needed for me. But I do hope that by my being transparent, that it helps someone else that may be on the fence. Because all you got to do, truth be told, I say it after every episode, is to believe. Like, literally, I say, take care of yourself because there's only one you. Now, on my actual social media platforms, I say, I believe in you. Hashtag, I believe in you. I say that all the time because I do. I believe that you can be whomever it is that you want to be. But you got it. This is something that you literally, it's going to be a lot of times that you will talk yourself out of something. But then the minute that you convince yourself, you know what? I'm just going to try it. That could be food, y'all. That could be a dessert. That could be a meal. That could be, I'm just going to try it. My son, talking about my youngest son, my 20 year old. Y'all, he made a dish yesterday and it was so simple, but he did it not knowing how it would turn out. And I literally was like, boy, this is some of the best spaghetti I have ever had in my life. But he just did it. Sometimes you just got to do it. Sometimes you literally, it may not make sense. It may not add up in your mind. You may hear people or yourself saying, mm, uh, I don't know about that. Do it any way. Don't allow doubt to disable you. Let me say that again. Do not allow doubt to disable you. I don't know who that is for, but I know that that's for me. That made no sense, right? I'm saying it again. I don't know who else this is for, but I know that it is for me. So this is going to conclude my episode on today. And I'm going to say this to my future hubby, uh, wherever you are on the planet. I hope and I pray that whatever you aspire to do, that you are going to do it unafraid. And I hope and I pray that you do not allow doubt to disable you. Because we have way more within than we even know. And a lot of times, we can talk our own selves out of becoming the very best version of ourselves. That is something I pray that you're not doing. Because as I'm working on me, I hope you are working on you too. I love you. Love, Teresa. So y'all have the most amazing evening, morning, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode. But please, please, please do me a huge favor and take care of yourself because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye. And thank you so much for listening. And please check out (laughs) hashtag count your coins every penny counts. I am Teresa Reese on my social media sites. Y'all have a blessed day and like it, y'all help your sister out, please. And thank you. (laughs) I appreciate y'all have a wonderful day. Bye. And thank you for listening.